Hello? Um, uh, for this upcoming um, audio segment, we have William M. and Sophia C. talking about a picture wherein one is lost in a foreign land. I uh, just couldn't think of anyone else that would be Bob Harris I had in mind. So it was scary because I didn't want to make the movie if he wasn't going to do it. So and I really wanted to make the movie. So, um, he was, I was happy when he showed up in Tokyo. The bilingual challenge of, uh, of working in Tokyo was significant. We were a small crew with a, with a small budget trying to overwhelm this gigantic city of maybe 20 million people. It was clear that, uh, you know, you know, you had to remain calm. It was almost like a... Uh, like a war. It's like it has a, a sort of a military feeling like, okay, if we panic, we're really in trouble. <laughs> because it seemed like you couldn't make yourself understood. And Sophia never never settled at all <laughs> with them. Just very politely smiled and said, yes, I see. I understand. Now, what I really want to do now is, and then just keep going ahead like some sort of a, uh, a small burrowing animal that's going to get through the clay eventually. And... Uh, nice. It is a pretty picture, um, but she just. I thought you, know, you were going to say like a samurai. <clears throat> okay, like a samurai, like a small burrowing samurai with a short knife. The director uh, of photography was. was Lance Accord, my friend, and mm -hmm. um, I just think he's so talented and made the film look beautiful and how I imagined and hoped and even better. When you see light and you see beauty and light, you know, uh oh, okay, this guy's got some stuff. And the way he actually sort of made sure he got what he wanted, at the same time showed people how it was done. They were fascinated with watching him. I think they really, they really liked watching him because he has so much enthusiasm. There was some sort of humor that is, usually accompanies a romance that I thought I could tackle and and could make it uh, could help tell the story and when this came I thought well this uh, this is right where uh, this I can do this this is I know this I, I, I think I know this I, I know what a little bit about being a movie star and a little bit about the scenes the <clears throat> of being a fish out of water and I know what it's like to be a long ways from home so I thought I could do this the only question I had was how funny uh, the boss wanted it to be, how funny this could be without affecting the film that Sophia wanted to make. Director. First, Ann Ross was there before you came, and she um, 
was designing the stuff in the hotel, mostly, and she had to leave. And, and then KK Barrett came from Los Angeles, and he showed up, I think, the day before shooting, and he got the plan and started working and, and had great ideas for where to shoot in the, in the city. We turned um, this little clothing store into the strip club and and um, the, the nightclub with the fireworks on the, he had an idea to get um, weather balloons to project the fireworks on. And Bill did learn some Japanese that he shared with us and kept things lively. Do you remember your phrases, though? Uh, my what? Do you still remember your phrases? I, I have a, a couple of, you know, I had this book, uh, which I'd had in my library for maybe 10 or 12 years, called Making Out in Japanese. And uh, it's extremely helpful. And I would take it with me to dinner. I would take it with me to dinner wherever I'd go. And, I saw uh, you carrying that around. And, uh, and I would just, uh, wherever I went, I had this thing. And it was full of all kinds of phrases that like a college kid on his first tri trip to the Orient would have. And it had some helpful things, but the more, specifically had some magnificent things for this type of individual, including, do you have a curfew? And things like that. And I would ask this of, uh, of elder, you know, waitresses in, in restaurants, do you have a curfew in Japanese? And, and uh, would, do you think I could meet your family? You know, <laughs> would your family approve of me? Um, can we get into the back seat? Um, <clears throat> Talking to me. Needless to yeah. say, he was a right. fun person. Are to be you in talking Tokyo to with. me? Um, do you have protection? I mean, I'd ask that of I, I'd ask that of sushi chefs. I'd say, do you have protection? And they would just fall apart. And it was kind of dangerous because they always have a knife in their hands anyway. And I'm thinking, well, maybe they won't like that. Nancy Steiner was our costume designer, mm -hmm. and it was funny when when you showed up. She, I talked to Nancy, and and she had come up with the you know the look for Bob Harris, and then. Bill showed up and we had never talked about it. And he had brought some clothes and they were all exactly the same, like exactly the, same the same color really scheme. Spooky. And they were. I'm stuck. Does it get easier? No. Yes. It gets easier. No, oh, yeah. You. Thanks. <laughs> I think it's really a key scene in the film. <clears throat> I think that's when most movie watchers decide that they like the film. Because there's, um, there's a romantic encounter uh, structure that we're all familiar with. and. And usually it gets to a point uh, where the the writing is not uh, makes a choice to go one way or another, and usually both both ways are are sort of incorrect for me. Uh, in uh, they're almost uh, not true in a way. Uh, in terms of writing a a story that's worth repeating, maybe. People either have a, an affair, a consummate affair, or they do something different and turn on each other or something. This was, uh, and when you get to a point where you have the possibility to consummate affair, usually people will belittle their, uh, their other life, 
know, they will say it's less important to them and less meaningful and less successful. So to justify to themselves and to the other person that what choice they're going to make is going to be okay. And uh, that was the tricky part about shooting the scene was it sort of wasn't clear yet how we were going to get that across. And uh, it took a while to figure it out. It was a tough night. And we did a little walking up and down the halls and, uh, and, uh, and made something that's uh, made a scene that's, that uh, I'm very proud of. So it's one of the nicest scenes I've ever made. In the makeup department. And Morag, Morag Ross was our hero. She did the hair and makeup for Bill, Scarlett, and Giovanni, all the actors, all the makeup, and all the hair, one person, and she was running all over. And um, I thought she, that she made, you look very handsome, and she made Scarlett look beautiful. And then Richard Beggs, the sound designer, who's a real artist. Um, I love the moment when, after you bring Scarlett home, and you're carrying her down the hall, and that My Bloody Valentine song was playing in the taxi, and then in the hallway, he muffles it, so it's just like it's ringing in your ear, and it's just like the residue of a song. Remember that moment, which I love working with Richard Bags. And then our fabulous producer, Ross Katz, who kept it all together. And it was a, it was a hard shoot, and, and you made it all happen. Sophia C. Coppola. <laughs> this is Sophia C. Coppola. She wrote and directed Lost in Translation, uh, which is my favorite movie that I've been in. That's yeah, yeah, nice. Thank you.